glad you're here. My name is Crispina French, and I'm your host of the Rags to Riches podcast. I'm an OG textile alchemist, worked my way through art school making ragamuffins from thrift store sweaters way back in the 1980s. That college side hustle grew into a full-fledged business, and here I am to show you that you can do that too. Together, we'll navigate hurdles, challenges, and accomplishments while crafting your profitable textile upcycling business to serve you and the planet. My guests and I will cover topics including material sourcing, business savvy, product development, sales and marketing, and self-care. Overcoming struggles, celebrating wins, and reaping rewards of running your very own textile upcycling business is what we are all about. Are you ready to be inspired, energized, and supported? This is the Rags to Riches Textile Upcycling Podcast. Are you a textile-centric crafter who loves vintage yardage, unusual fabrics, notions, and sewing tools and tutorials? Maybe you are a sewing teacher in need of cool and inexpensive cloth for students. Whether sewing high-end bespoke couture or experimenting with new textile-making processes, SwansonsFabrics.com, located in the heart of Turner's Falls, Massachusetts, has just what you need. You can shop online or at the very well-organized and jam-packed store. Swanson's Fabrics is a thrift shop of fabric, notions, and textile tools. It's a community repurposing the leftover collections of home sewers, addressing the reality that we have enough fabric and craft supplies for generations stored right in our very own attics and closets. Swanson's makes it very easy to pass on an excessive fabric stash and find inspirational treasure for sewing projects. Additionally, Katherine Swanson hosts an online group for entrepreneurs interested in using her business model for fabric thrift stores in their communities. Find Swanson Fabrics at swansonfabrics.com and on TikTok and Instagram. Hey guys, today I have a guest with me all the way from Houston, Texas. She's actually not with me. She's in Houston, Texas, and her name is Hannah Lou, and her business is called Restatement. It's actually R-E dot statement um, that you can find her that um, with that uh, in, at Instagram, and also shoprestatement.com is her website, and this girl has put together a platform to help you upcycle your clothing. Am I right, Hannah? Yes, uh, Crispina. My name is Hannah Lee, and I am so happy to be here today um, to talk more with you about upcycling and all the designers and consumers you have who are interested in finding more ways to get unique clothes that stand out. That's awesome. And I'm so sorry I mispronounced your name when I introduced you, Hannah Lee. And um, yeah, so Hannah, talk about your business because it's really a non-traditional model. And I think that it's just so cool. I really appreciate you saying that. Yeah. So Restatement is the online marketplace for designers who are upcycling. These designers are finding one-of-a-kind pieces from like thrift stores or turning their used tablecloths, their mom's aprons and stuff like that, turning them into cool one-of-a-kind places, uh, pieces. And they're just looking for a place to sell them. Um, so we host their products on our website. Um, we cover their sales and marketing. We always do fun events and promotions to make sure that they get their items sold. But because we release them in what we call collection drops, it takes the, um, 
we released like maybe up to 100 items at a time. And the buyers get really excited about it. Shoppers go on and they're like, oh my goodness, I've never seen this before. And they're just really excited each time we get an update on our website. That is so cool. So I'm, I mean, where my head goes, and I, I wonder, like, I'd love to get your feedback on it. This is like, I mean, Redot's statement is kind of like where, it's like the, the Etsy for people who are working with upcycled materials. Am I right? Yes. And interestingly enough, that's how we source a lot of our designers, right? At, at least in our early days. Last year, I remember like messaging people on Etsy, Depop, Poshmark. I actually got banned off Depop, by the way, um, for <laughs> doing that. I don't blame them for that. I was I was in the wrong for, for trying to take their own uh, sellers. But I mean, I'm bringing them onto a marketplace where, you know, the founder and the team actually appreciates talent and treats them like the humans that they are. Um, for me, like these designers are never just going to be numbers, right? They're people with stories, with brands that need to be shared, as well as talent that, you know, the average person never would have even imagined. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think that's so funny that you got kicked off a of Depop, but <laughs> and I, it is a different, it's a different model. I mean, for, for me, just, you know, the, the, the research I've done about your business model is it's, it's really way more, um, it celebrates the making process more than I've noticed on Depop or, you know, any of the sort of resale sites, right? It's more of a, uh, it's a place for anybody who's creating textile upcycled. Is it just clothing? I'm thinking it's just fashion, right? Like you don't do home goods or stuff like that, do you? Yeah, so at the moment it's clothing and accessories. Um, but in the okay. future, who knows, right? Whatever people are creating, we want to see it. I've shared a couple yeah. of cool furniture things just on social media channels, but unfortunately at the time we don't sell like home goods. But yeah, yeah clothing is where we're but at. Get, cool. And your business is pretty new. So when did you get started? So in February 2022 was when I was, you know, putting together the pieces and bought the website and I was like, okay, let's get this rolling. And so built the website throughout last year. And then we finally launched to the public in the middle of December, 2022, just in time for the holidays. Cause I was like, okay, the least I can do is, you know, give the people who have been on our wait list an opportunity to shop for sustainable, unique things that their families and friends may want. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And so how's it been going? Like, are you, is it kind of what you expected? I mean, I know from running a business, like you can expect things and then suddenly like other opportunities open or mm -hmm. things like that you might not have anticipated present themselves. And so how's that going for you? Yeah. So if I could count the number of left turns I had to take, uh, <laughs> I, I stopped keeping track of them a long, long time ago. Right. But overall, I think our business model has stayed pretty true to the original creation itself. I think the branding has kind of gone out of its way, kind of evolved on its own because of course we're bringing on a community of like 52 designers and counting now, like we got new ones each month. And so they have a very fair representation in how restatement should be modeled. But then, um, I mean, right now, like we're focused on learning. And so figuring out what our shoppers are looking for. And so really asking them, you know what, what are your favorite brands like outside of these like a sustainable outlets? Like what's something that you like? And then that's when we put options in front of them that they wouldn't have even realized they wanted because we're learning like, okay, they like kind of 
these sorts of fits and styles and they like, you know, these colors, these are the events they're going to. So we have all that information and um, trying to maintain a very one-on-one relationship with them as long as we can, just the same way we're doing with our designers. Um, And so eventually we're going to have so many buyers on our website that the constraints we have will be with our designers where it's like, oh, all of a sudden we can't, you know, meet the demands. Like we just have too many people looking for specific types of clothes. And so honestly, we'll worry about that when we get there, but um, yeah. that's where we are now. But, and so find yeah. a fit between our buyers and sellers. Yeah, that's awesome. I love the human element that's so important to you. I love that you're like seeking out people, you're developing relationships, right? And that's, I think that's such a key piece of creating a business that for me that I love, like, if if it if there's not value in that connection, then what are you actually doing it for? Right? Like it's you're you're building this kind of community that supports itself by balancing those two things, your your makers and your per- your customers. Um, that's just so, so cool. I yeah. So tell me, like, how on earth, my dear, did you get interested in this? And how did this idea come to you? Like it's just such a cool idea. Oh, well, I um I, so I grew up in Houston with my mom who's been doing sewing alterations all my life. And so, you know, I learned to sew by hand at a very young age. She tells me stories of when I was like, as soon as I, you know, realized what was on TV, I'd ask my grandpa to cut like plastic grocery bags into dresses for me and my like stuffed animals and dolls to wear. And so the idea of being like a fashion designer was the first grown up job that I ever wanted at being like five or six years old. Um, and you know, every now and then just really think about that. I really think about how that's what I wanted. Um, and I ended up going to business school instead. So um, <laughs> I went to the university of Pennsylvania studied, um, I mean, all things business, right? So marketing operations, management with specialization, in entrepreneurship. And my focus was on social impact startups. I was working at companies like after graduation that were saving the world. And even then I was like, this isn't enough for me. Like I'm literally working my dream job at age 20 something. And this isn't enough. Like, what is it here? And then honestly, some days I, I just don't really want to save the world. Like some days I just want to you know, sit on my couch and online shop and just be me. And that's what I did one day. And I was looking for new clothes uh, or just new things to add to my closet. Of course, I'm checking like swap.com, thread up, like all these secondhand places. And I was like, I'm just not really finding what I'm looking for. Like, and so I thought about like, went through my closet looking for my favorite things that I owned. And I was like, these are these one-off pieces that no one else will ever have. I wish I knew who designed it, but like, you know, if they're making more of this, I'd want to know, but these pieces were upcycled and I got them from like a secondhand store or like either, you know, I remember painting and painting jackets and jeans and stuff myself in college, but that's how I was like putting it together. I was like, okay, someone's making these awesome pieces. My mom upcycled over a thousand face masks early in the pandemic. And she just had hordes of fabric because of the nature of her job. Who else is doing this? And that's when I was like, their talent needs to be front and center in front of people who are looking to stand out and just represent the person that they want to be sustainably. And that's how restatement came to be. That is so cool. I just love that. Like, so 
anybody who's out there listening who has a collection of upcycled clothing or accessories needs to get in touch with Hannah because this marketplace is burgeoning, right? Like I was, you know, I just think back, like, you know, when I started a textile upcycling collection, a brand in 1989, and I did a lot, like people were a little horrified. They were like, you want me to wear something that you made out of garbage? Oh, I'm not sure I'm ready for that. And it was actually, you know, there was a lot of kind of gentle education, you know, try to mix a little humor in with it because God knows you need that. And, you know, it was just, it was, there was a lot of kind of like upfront work not really persuasion, but more just like, this is why I think this is important. And this is why I think you should think it's important about my, my materials. And now fast forward 30, whatever it has been years, it's like, oh my gosh, people get it. People understand. And we're in a place where we need to every all hands on deck. Like everybody needs to be paying attention to what they consume. And I really feel like fashion and textiles in general is like a really great place for a lot of people to get started. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, there's all the, you know, there's all these different opportunities. And then if you're a textile upcycler, if you're the creative end of things, it's so accessible, right? Like you can go to the thrift store, you can go to any, like any, you know, get fabric scraps from people like your mom who might have stuff that, you know, she might not know what to do with. And it's, there's just so much, waste in the textile industry that it's really not that hard to get a hold of stuff and just start playing, right? Experimenting. Mm-hmm. And then, and then full circle, you have this, you're presenting this beautiful opportunity for people to have a, a, a marketplace that is specific mm-hmm. for that work. So that's just amazing. I'm so excited about, I just can't wait to see like fast forward, like, you know, say two years from now, like, Oh my gosh, Hannah, like, honestly, like, I really feel like you're, you're just uh, set. You're on this trajectory for like, and like, you're going to, I think your brand is going to explode. Honestly, I do. I mean, it, it better, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree with you. I think the idea of upcycling or wearing things that are made from materials that someone else would have thrown away it can be a little, little jarring until you see it in person. Right. So it's like, I was wearing this shirt the other day to, um, like a women's networking event, right? Like super cute blouse, like, um, totally white, no patterns or anything. And, um, I walk up and they're like, Oh my gosh, I love your shirt. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, look at the back of it. There's like these, like, it looks like doily materials because that's what it was made of. But, um, these are <laughs> materials, but they're like, Oh my goodness, where did you get it? And I was like, Believe it or not, this is one of the designers on Restatements. She made this from her name is Michaela with uh, her brand's called That Denim Chick. She made this from a tablecloth, um, a pillowcase, and curtains. And they're like, no way. And they're like touching it, they're feeling it. They're like, this feels amazing. Like, perfect for summer, like linen fabric. There is like, all of a sudden it clicks where they're just like, I want that. Like, and so we start with, you know, I think the industry, uh, just sustainable fashion right now, people are doing it because it's sustainable. We want to save the planet, right? But then we have people who are like, we want it because it's sexy. We want it because it's hot. And so yeah. then we hope to evolve from there. It's like, okay, sustainable is sexy, but we're also going to do it because it's smart. It just makes sense for us to use what we already have 
instead of going through the same process of like creating sourcing materials and then picking them out, like all those sorts of things um, to, into a world where it's like, you know what, we already have it. Let's make it into something cool, things that no one else would ever even imagined. And that's the route that Restatement's looking to go on. Yeah. And I think, you know, also for people, you know, there's a lot of people in the world who might not know what the options are. Like they might not realize that, oh, there's all these really cool up and coming designers or established businesses that are making beautiful clothing. And they might really have this like commitment, like they really want to do the right thing. They want to make sure that they're purchasing things that are contributing kind of to the general good. And you're offering them an ability to just do that. Like it's a one-stop place. Like you don't have to wonder, you don't have to like, you know, is this sustainable? If it's on restatement, it is like you've already done that homework for them. So I feel like that's a really, uh, it's a huge asset and value that you're providing to people who don't have time to go through, uh, you know, search out the the different designers and whatever platform or on whatever, you know, website they might be housed in. It's just like this one place that you can go and, and kind of rest assured that you're, you, you've, you've vetted these people, you already know, like, so that's really cool. Yeah. 100, that's awesome. 100%. I think like with restatement, you know, you can go on our website and totally hate something. I get it. I'm not going to be offended. My designer might be a little offended, but it's fine. It's totally fine. Yeah. We get it. It's not your style. Tell us more about it, right? Because we want to find things that you truly want and will wear and we'll share with the world like this is what upcycled clothing looks like. And so from there, um, they're wearing these pieces. They like really love them. They're getting the most use out of them. And ultimately, Restatement's the first website they go on each time You know, they need a little work from break and want to go online shopping. Because you never know yeah. what you'll find on there. Each time you go on, there's going to be like, new products made by new designers with new different styles. And we're so looking forward to doing more customized collection drops as well. So it's like what you see in your collection will be different from what I see in my collection because we just have different taste preferences. And so I don't think we're doing anything new here, but I think um, we're putting together the pieces to make upcycled clothing, just the new, not the new, but, um, the thing that people take into account when they're shopping. Yeah. And it's like, it's really the way that it's presented, right? It's, 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 that's what I love about what you're doing. But hey, if you're just tuning in, I'm talking with Hannah Lee from restatement.com. And it's actually shop restatement.com. And you should go and check out her presence online. It's a beautiful, it's a, it's a collection of beautiful, all upcycled clothing and accessories that you can shop right from her site. Um, we're going to come back after a really short break. So hang in there. Today's episode of Rags to Riches podcast is brought to you by the Stitcherhood Recycling Society, my online membership community for creative textile upcycling, recycling, and reuse entrepreneurs. Inspiration, shared experience, tutorials, business savvy, and connection to a whole posse of people who understand the passion and intricacies of running an environmentally kind creative textile upcycling biz. Daily posts, weekly stitch hours, book recommendations, group chats, member profiles, and strong connections is what you can expect when you join Stitcherhood. 
Head on over to stitcherhood.crispina.eco and sign up for a free seven-day trial to see if My Stitcherhood Recycling Society is a good fit for you and your textile upcycling business. All right, we are back with Hannah Lee from Restatement. If you want to go check out Restatement, you can find Hannah and her brand at on Instagram at re.statement. And you can also find her and shop her, her platform at shoprestatement.com. Um, if you're interested, of course, we'll be having all of these links and um, more information about Hannah and her business on our show notes page. But if you're like me and you're listening to this podcast while um, sewing or driving, um, just don't forget shoprestatement.com is where you want to go. So Hannah, talk a little bit about how you envision like the next couple of years of your business, like what if a perfect world, like everything unfolds exactly the way you want it to, how does that look to you? That's a tough question. <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate you asking that. Cause I think a lot of the time we always try to put off like answering the big questions because we're scared. Right. And like, I, Oh, cause I think like, I'm a solo founder right now and every day it's like putting out fires or like planning out like the next day or week. Long term is like thinking about long term is like a luxury. It's like just it's self-care for me pretty much. So thank you for asking that question. Um yeah. and to answer it, what the next couple of years looks like for restatement. So I'll just go from like chronologically, right? So what we're doing now is fitting our buyers and our sellers together. So learning about what our designers are producing, what styles they have, and we're trying to like allocate them, give them names like styles, and then matching them with the shoppers who go on our website who are really looking for something, asking them like, you know, where they usually shop, what kind of events they like to go to, where they really like to dress up and where they feel their best. Because I just feel like whenever people are, you know, dressed up, they love everything they're doing. They love everyone around them. And that's how real, honest conversations and friendships start. Um, That's like our first major goal. And when we get there, we're like, okay, this is rolling. Right now, um, we're constrained with our buyers because we're just looking to learn more about them. But then... and you know, the next year, once, you know, our sales are ramped up, once we're proving that this marketplace is doing what it's supposed to do, we want to get funding to work on the technology aspect of it. So I mentioned earlier how in the future, your collection drop will be different from what my collection drop looks like. That's because we um, probably have, you know, different wardrobe styles, although I'd probably want to borrow a few things from your closet as well. If you <laughs> cool, cool things. Um but really curating the collections down to the individual. And that's going to take um, that's going to take some capital. And so yeah. really meeting the people who are invested in sustainable fashion as well as just they just like cool clothes. So they just like companies doing cool things. That's like our next initiative. And from there, um, you know, you can imagine we're making sales, we're making money, we have all this awesome technology. And of course, like I'm sugarcoating all this, right? Like I'm just, (laughs) (laughs) no, I know how how much work it is, but just to have the idea of like the next step, right? Like that is so important. And I feel like, you know, for me, like if I imagine restatement out two years, I'm thinking about 
like hundreds of designers, like people like, oh my gosh, it's upcycled, go to restatement. Like that's what I think you have the capacity to do. And I feel like you're your this idea is something that is so appealing to a huge swath of our population. People who want to do the right thing, who don't want don't have time to do the research. They're not, you know, they know about greenwashing and they just, oh my gosh, is it really sustainable? Am I doing the right thing? They won't have to worry about any of that. They'll just go to restatement. Yeah. Right. So yeah. And I feel like the, you know, investment capital, I, I feel like is just going to come your way because it's such, it's just, we are ready for your, we are ready for restatement, my friend. Thank I feel you, like, you know, manifest that for us, please. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. So I think step one would be, you know, uh, buy or sell or fit. And then step two would be, you know, building the technology, the capital to create a more personalized and easy to shop website. Um, so we really are putting things in front of you that you won't even realize that you wanted. And then step three from there, um, because we'll see it, uh, we would have been going from a buyer constraint to now a seller or designer constraint. Well, we're like, okay, now we have all this talent that's limited. What do we do next? Like if everyone wants more clothes or they keep giving us clothes that they want to upcycle, well, we have the material, we have the minds, the talent. And then it's like, well, now we need, you know, just labor. And so we're already talking about partnerships with local organizations in Houston that are teaching or still continuing to teach everyone how to sew for like, um, for work, like, you know, doing it as part of their side hustles and stuff like that. And so that's how we plan on really scaling the inventory we have where it's like, okay, we have all the materials we need. We have the people who have an idea of what the design should be. And now we have the talent of people who can actually so bring these to life at scale. Um, so those are the three steps we see restatement going in. Um, and it just, you know, puts a smile on my face to think about because like things are going pretty well right now. Um, and I just feel so fortunate to have everything I have right now. And of course, meeting cool people like you who are helping me along the way. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad that that's, that's helpful. And I can just tell you that, you know, when things are going pretty good, that that means you're doing the right thing. And I think one of the things from, you know, my history and in, in just talking to a lot of textile upcyclers along the way is like, people often think that if it's easy that anybody can do it. And I've learned over the years that if it's easy, it just means that you're really good at it. And it's, it's nobody, you know, for years, I would think when I started my business, it was, I was making these little stuffed toys called ragamuffins and they were all hand sewn from recycled like thrift store sweaters. And at the time I just couldn't wrap my head around like, why isn't everybody doing this? Like, this is so easy. Like it's a great way to make money and get through. I was a college student, like, you know, pay your tuition, making ragamuffins, like, come on guys. And later, like years later, I had a production manager who said to me, you know, Christina, it's not easy for everybody to do what you do. It's just easy for you because you know, those are your designs. Those are like, you have developed this, like these pathways in your brain that make what you do mm -hmm. your thing. And it was the, uh, you know, it really like a light bulb went on for me. And I realized that you know, we're uh, every everybody's on earth is really good at something. And when you can find that thing that that makes you feel so good inside and feel like you're contributing and that that's your thing, then it, it is your thing. And I feel like uh, you're, 
kind of exuberance and your excitement about this uh, business model that you're you're using and also developing is just it's just a really really cool thing and I I just uh, encourage you to even when it's not going really good just keep your head down and keep moving forward because it's really just we're ready um, so I'm just going to kind of give a synopsis of what restatement is to me and I'd like you to fill in the blank so I can go to restatement I can look at all these different designers work that are showing with, with your company on your website and I can purchase their work. Now you mentioned something about material collection. How does that play a role? Yeah. Oh, go on, go on. No, it's, do you collect material as well? So I, as a company don't at the moment, but at the moment, right? That's the key word here. Um, so we talk to a lot of people who go on the website, like you said, who are browsing things and they might find a couple of things that they really like. For instance, denim jackets is a big one. And they'll say, well, I already have like four denim jackets, but none of them have this cool paint or these cool prints on them. Can the designer do it for me? And the answer is yes, 100%. So we have what we call custom requests. So you simply open up the little message box. You make a customer request. You say like, hey, I have material to provide. I want it to be like this style, this color. And it's just starting a very casual conversation with these designers who can make your dream product appear. Same thing if you're looking at something on restatement. It may not be your size or your fit. So we just uh, create a custom order for you. And then you'd say like, okay, I want you know these pants, uh, the snake uh, print on it. Very cool. What do we do with a different color? And of course the pants will be, um, a couple sizes larger. And, and so that's something our designers are happy to do. That's actually how we're getting most of our orders right now. Um, because once people have an idea of what they want, like they're already set, they're already set on what they want. Um, so from there, they have like two options. They either provide any materials that they already have or they just ask the designer to go source more from, you know, either the thrift stores they're already going to, or if they attend like a lot of clothing swaps, um, you know, side note, we hosted our first clothing swap over the weekend with three other sustainable fashion startups. And oh my goodness, now it's like, we have all these clothes, what are we going to do with that? And so really drawing the lines on what's going to happen next in terms of the materials. But I hope that helps answer your question and like how you would look at yeah. it as a consumer. Yeah, that's really helpful. And I think that, you know, again, you know, this is something that as textile upcyclers and as the designers that you're you're representing and working with, they're they're actually doing the work. They're actually creating the pieces. So you can provide that that really valuable service to get that pair of pants or that top or whatever that might be in the special color in the right size for the consumer who is trying their best to be sustainable and just needs that a little bit extra um, service provided in order for them to really um, come to that place where they're feeling like they're doing it, right? So that that's awesome. That's really cool. Um, and cool, clothing swaps are another really great thing that we could, we could probably talk a whole uh, episode about clothing swaps and that might be something really fun to do in the future. Um, so yeah, as far as um, restatement goes, I just feel like this this is uh, something that 
you know, will unfold as it's supposed to for you over the next little bit. And in the meantime, um, I really encourage all of our listeners to go and check out what you have going on. And um, if you're a maker, maybe is there an application for people to apply to be represented on your site? Or how does that work? Yeah, absolutely. So if you want to be a designer and restatement, um, open invitation too. by the way, if you're listening, and you're like, I have some pretty cool things that I want to I want to show off. Um, there is on our homepages menu, there's like a sell page. Just fill that quick form out um, and we'll follow up with like next steps for you. Of course, uh, right now we have 52 designers, um, which is awesome. Super great. We have a lot more who are on our wait list and that's either because they're not based in the US at the moment because we're still figuring out like logistics and sustainability of um, transporting goods um, or we haven't met like buyers who are, you know, telling us that this is what they're looking for yet. But it's just a matter of time before you'd get listed on restatement. But of course, open invitation, please reach out. We also do upcycling contests um, pretty, pretty often. It's like we're doing like our second annual one um, right now. But always keep on a lookout for all the cool events and campaigns that we're doing. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Hannah. It's been such a pleasure to learn about what you're up to and just kind of get a little bit of the behind the scenes and learn how, you know, just be part of like that, that thing that's all of us are together working on this. Like we got one goal, treat the environment with respect, try to do a little healing in the process and, and, you know, feel like fashion forward and also sustainable at the same time. I think sometimes people get caught up thinking, oh, if I'm going to be sustainable, I'm going to be wearing like off-white hemp clothing and, you know, Uh I won't be able to like really present myself in the um, creative manner that I might want to, but actually it's really possible to do both. And it's also really possible to be, you know, have your business attire also uh, created in a in a upcycled and sustainable manner. So uh, Hannah's the place to, uh, Hannah's the person who will know how to put you in touch with the right designers for whatever that might be that you're looking for to, to um, fill in your wardrobe. Yeah. Um, and, and I definitely couldn't do any of this without you, Crispina, and the community that you're creating. I'm just flattered to be a part of it. Oh, thank you so much, Hannah. It was really a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Crispina. I hope to continue on this journey with you. Cool. Me too. Hey, so I'm over here and I'm serving you a giant air hug because you just finished another episode of the Rags to Riches Textile Upcycling Podcast. Thank you for being with me. Our music is provided by The Lucky Five. Learn more about them at theluckyfive.com. Our show is produced and edited by Van Dalhyasen. If you want to dive in deep, head over to ragstoriches textileupcyclingpodcast.com. Thank you.